0: Texans have a kind of proverb that goes like this, driving across Texas isn't a trip, it's a damn career. Texas is big, no doubt about that, but it used to be a lot bigger. About a fourth bigger, actually. When Texas joined the United States in 1845, Texas' borders and shape were quite different. The northern boundary of Texas in those days stretched all the way up into what is today southern Wyoming. It's true. In those days, the northernmost town in Texas was not Dalhart, it was Rawlins. You think it's a long way from Brownsville to Dalhart now, at 860 miles? Try 1,400 miles to Rawlins. In 1845, a trip like that would have been measured in seasons, not days. We'll leave early in spring and get there before winter sets in. Texas used to have a panhandle for the panhandle. It stretched north of the present-day border and passed through prime Colorado Rockies real estate, including Vale, into Wyoming. They called that the stovepipe because that is what it looked like, a long, skinny stovepipe snaking northward. You can still find vestiges of Texas up there in that part of Wyoming. For instance, there is a creek up there named Texas Creek. Texas used to include what is today the Panhandle of Oklahoma. That territory is composed of three counties. One of them is still named Texas County. So some Oklahomans still live in Texas. Well, Texas County anyway. The southwestern tip of Kansas was claimed by Texas. Dodge City was in Texas. Glad to know that, really. Gunsmoke always seemed to me like a Texas series. We know that Marshal Matt Dillon was born in San Antonio. His father was a Texas Ranger. It's all coming together. New Mexico used to be about half its current size because Santa Fe and Taos and all the eastern part of the state was Texas. Texas was so big in 1845 that if you had put a hinge on the northernmost part and flipped it northward, Brownsville would have been in northern Canada next to Hudson Bay. Don't think those Brownsvillians would have liked trading the tropics for the tundra, but that would be the result. If you had flipped Texas southward, the people of Rollins would have been nearly in South America. The east-west boundaries would have been about the same as they are today. Still, flip Texas eastward, and you will have the El Pasoans trading their margaritas for mint juleps in Georgia. Flip it westward, and the Beaumontians will be hanging tin with California surfer dudes. So what happened to all our land? The U.S. government bought it in 1850 for $10 million. They bought our claims to Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Kansas, and Oklahoma. It came to 6.7 cents an acre. Seems like we sold out cheap, but we desperately needed the money then. And remember, the 10 million in 1850 is 300 million in today's dollars, which is almost enough to buy a nice vacation home in Vail. But as I said, we really needed the money. We had a state to build, and the only true assets we had in those days were land and a tough, hardened people made of unbreakable spirits. So we sold the land and paid off debts and got a much more appealing shape to the state of Texas, a shape that fits nicely on T-shirts. So even though we sold off our lands we are nonetheless no slouch of a state especially when we drive it we still measure distance in time we still feel like we are crossing an enormous frontier when driving I-10 through West Texas or I-69 to the southern border and this old Texas saying is still valid the sun is ris the sun is set and here I is in Texas yet I'm W strong these are stories from Texas some of them are true